0: Welcome back to Marriage is Wealth Podcast. This is day five of the seven-day marriage challenge. So in the past four days, we have talked about so much, and we want to thank you guys so much for supporting the movement and for also taking the seven-day marriage challenge to better your marriage. So we talked about some of the things that stop people from getting help in their marriage or for or from just uh, being around other married couples you know to enhance their marriage we talked about communication we also talked about things that divide um you know in your marriage that cause a divide and we also talked about the secrets of controlling your emotions so today's topic you know we want to keep along the line of control and we want to talk about control versus influence but before you do that, if you have not listened to or watched the last four episodes, it's please not too late make to make sure on this, this challenge. Exactly, because you don't have to do it in line with the exact days that we're doing it. It's just a seven-day challenge. So if you're just now finding this and you realize we're already on day five. Or we're bad day. <laughs> yeah, or we're already on day seven. You know, okay. you can start over and watch from day one or listen from day one and still get in on the movement. Okay. So let's get into it without further ado yep. control versus influence and if control. you
1: guys an important part of hopping on too when you do for example um right now you know it's the 25th uh 24th so um just know that by the time that this is done we are going to have A Q&A on zoom mm-hmm. so make sure that if you are caught up and you're still you just start listening before we hit sunday then you definitely want to um, you definitely want to be a part of that Q and A. If you have any questions of what we talked about,
0: of course, so. of course. So
1: control versus influence. Yes. So how can how can you get someone to change without manipulating them, abusing them, or any kind of threats? Because we all, you know, when we're in a marriage, we we love hard sometimes, and sometimes loving hard causes us to do things that are a little bit uh, sometimes selfish. To be honest with you. Um, and you know, we may want to get someone to change, but you know, sometimes we don't do it in the healthiest way. So, so yeah, how can you get someone to change without manipulation, abuse or some type of threats? What do you think?
0: I think that the biggest thing, you know, is understanding first, um, that people only will change if it is a direct reflection of something that they want for themselves, you know? And that's the first thing that we have to realize is that a person will only change if they desire to do so. A lot of people think that if I just dress a certain way or if I cook and I clean and I do all of these things that it's going to stop your husband from committing infidelity or it's going to stop your marriage from failing. Now, some of those things contribute to the success of the marriage, but it doesn't actually change the way that the other spouse interacts in the marriage because everything that a person does is based on the values that they set for themselves so to answer the question again how can you get someone to change without manipulation abuse and threats and I think that's understanding that there's a difference between control and control is usually something that happens out of fear people who want to control a lot of things have the fear of things not working out because they're not in control anymore, versus that influence in it's effortless because yeah,
1: just like I talk about in my my book coming uh coming out soon in regards to raising kids is, you know, in order for you to teach a kid, it's not necessarily what you tell them; it's what you show them. Right. So influence is effortless. Be effortless. It's effortless because mm-hmm. uh, because when you actually are, you know, trying to get someone to do something and you start doing it yourself. Then you're focusing on who, yourself. And then you will see results of your partner changing with you or being, uh, I don't wanna say convinced, but influenced, being inspired Mm -hmm. to change, you know. And like I said, if it's a little more tougher than that, we have worked with couples like that, whether it's waking up in the morning, fitness, uh, you know, one spouse wanted to uh, not work out, the other one did. So we do focus on that. Right. And that is something that we are aware of. That sometimes it's not that easy to influence, you know, your your spouse. But there is a way to do it, uh, and that's what we work on. So if you all have any questions about that, you can definitely ask us. But uh, what we have to stop, so we have to stop controlling our spouses and start becoming the influence. That's mm-hmm. important. That's the key. Right.
0: Yeah. And how you become an influence is by doing the action that you wish to receive daily. If you want your spouse to get in shape, you have to start by first becoming in shape yourself. Or if you already are in shape, you want to make the environment inviting enough for your spouse to want to work out with you. And what that means is if you're a guy and you want your wife to work out with you, you can't be in the gym lifting 5,000 pounds talking about, come on, babe, lift this. Like You have to make the space inviting so that way well, your spouse can be influenced To come and work out as well. You know, maybe do a light exercise that day and say, hey, would you mind joining me? I'm doing a little light jog today. Make it inviting. You know, don't just come up with these strict diets. You know, be like, all right, we got to eat only 200 calories, you know, for the whole day. And expect your spouse to be like, yeah, give me me 150 calories. You know, I'm going to go harder. Like, it doesn't always work that way, (laughs) you know. So you have to lead with influence and make the space inviting, you know, to come in
1: yeah um so if we try to teach someone and they're not learning or agreeing with you then what happens is we start becoming controlling Mm -hmm. and then eventually that control uh, turns into codependency and um (laughs) there is a book called codependent no more by natalie beetle or something like that i think that's Mm -hmm. her name and it really breaks down what codependency look like i definitely if you're a reader i encourage you to check out that book Mm -hmm. um because a lot of people mistaken love for code, uh, a love relationship to uh, for a codependent relationship, mm-hmm. and that's in regards to uh, that feeling where you can't necessarily be away from this person that you're so called in love with, but yet when you're with them, you're trying to kill each other, you know, or you know you want them to to do something or change, and so you do it in a very abusive and aggressive way. Right. That's yeah. also codependent as well. Mm-hmm. So when someone's not listening to you. You know, they're not hearing, like, for example, if you say that somebody, sh- you know, if someone has an addiction like smoking cigarettes, right, and you want them to stop, you don't tease them by saying, oh, you're just probably going to end up like your mama or you're probably, probably going to end up in an early grave and leave our kids. You know, like that's, you know, that's not, that's going to hurt someone's feeling because truth be told, um, most people that I know don't necessarily love the fact that they smoke cigarettes. Of you course, know? yeah. And they always warn people like, hey, you know, don't.
0: Don't, Don't start, do drugs, kids. <laughs> do uh, start. Yeah.
1: yeah, but so it's not like, you know, it's, your, it's almost like you're fighting with them and they're fighting with them, and it's like two against them, you know, so you can't get someone to change by being, you know, mean and rude and disrespectful about it, you know, and that's what a codependent relationship because, like I said, I know that you really want your spouse to change and you mm-hmm. want them to be happy, but because they're not listening to you, and they're not really doing what you think that they should do, and this, that. Now you're starting to get allow your emotions to take over and start manipulating the situation. And that's again, you go from controlling to codependency, and then it's it happens so long you don't even know what it is. You just don't you don't know why you're upset that your spouse is not listening to you, or they're doing a certain thing that you know bothers you or concerns you. You just know that it's taking over. You become a slave to that once desire to help them.
0: Right, right, and sometimes, you know, especially a lot of women have the uh, desire that when their spouse, and this may happen for men as well, but they have the desire that when their husband is not picking up the slack in certain areas, instead of them trying to influence him to make a decision, they usually just take over. And then they become the strong superwoman and they feel super proud of themselves because they handle things. And they're not being submissive, which I know that's a big word for a lot of people, not being submissive to their spouse because they wanted to control this situation versus influence. And I can go a whole, whole episode on submission, but, you know, we're not going to take it there in this episode. But that I see that happening with a lot of strong minded women is that they take the idea of submission and throw it out the window As soon as their spouse does not do something that they enjoy because they're afraid of, you know, maybe the husband not leading well and, you know, some of the bills not getting paid or him stepping out on faith and starting his entrepreneur journey and you may have to go out, you know, uh, go without for a while until he gets his business off the ground. You have to influence your spouse to make good decisions. And what that looks like is if they're starting a new journey, you know, Talk to them about setting up an emergency fund. You know, those are things that you can influence versus controlling the situation and trying to get them to do something that you want them to do. Like, oh, don't quit your job. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. You know, and actually influence them to make good decisions.
1: Yeah, that's definitely true. So, um, but, so it's important to know that influence is working on yourself. It's working on ourselves while inspiring others to change. Um, mm. It's a lot easier to get someone to change when you don't feel like you're having to force something that you're not truly in control of. The only thing you're truly in control of is yourself and how you respond to things, how you react to things, you know, how you live your everyday life. That's the only thing you're in control of. So everything else is a plus, you know, people being inspired by you, but they're also looking for consistency too. So if you're not consistent, consistent then that's one of the reasons why they're not being influenced by is because they see you mm-hmm. doing something one day and then the next day it's not done and this is like you know they're not taking it that seriously so yeah you have to be you have to be consistent with whatever you're trying to influence your your spouse to do so that's all we got on control versus influence Ooh, it's been good so far i know, I know. y'all i know somebody picked up something that 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 definitely you know impacted them in some type of way so um, and then it's getting even better, too, because these last two we're really going to enjoy talking about in um, day six, uh, external versus internal influence. Oh, wow. yeah. Number is,
0: six is a gem dropper, just the title itself, you know. And we don't even
1: have that many tabs uh, on notes? our notes. Yeah. So we just know we're about to freestyle this and and go into uh, some things about it. So, uh, so, yeah, thank you for joining us. Again, congratulations on making it to day five tomorrow's day six don't give up now you are you're literally more than halfway there now you got yeah, you there. got two more so don't stop now uh definitely want to keep listening to this um you know this these episodes so you can this can continue the transformation so awesome anything else you want to say
0: no i think it's, cool. this episode has been amazing um it's bite-sized but you know what they say small but mighty um and i definitely think that You know, we wrapped it up in a way that you can get everything you need to get in like less than 15 minutes. So this is an amazing episode. Make sure that you're understanding what in your life you are trying to control and what you're trying to influence and take a look at yourself and understand, okay, how can I let go of control and gain influence, right? If you think of somebody on social media, who's like an influencer, right? They're not trying to control the algorithm. They're not trying to control the people that follow them. But they're simply influencing you to invest in a certain product or um, to adapt a certain mindset. They're influencers. You can choose to follow them or not. But a lot of times you choose to buy what they are promoting because they have a strong influence over you. They're not trying to control you or manipulate you. And I know that may be... Kind of unrelatable to some, you know, if you're not really on social media. Um, but just remember that influence is something that you're doing, like mentioned before, to work on ourselves and just inspiring others to change.
1: Yeah, and I do want to say this last thing too. Um, if you are a controlling spouse and you are wanting to actually um, let go of that control, here's some advice for you. If you want to let go of control, give control. Give the control. Mm, that's deep. So if you want to let go of being a controlling person, so say you're always the one making the plans. And as a man, because I know the man's, we're leaders, right? So you're always the one making decisions or, you know, figuring what should be done between the kids. Give that control to your spouse. Ask her what she thinks we should do. You know, uh, give that control. Allow yourself to um, selflessly, uh, you know, give someone else an opportunity and the power. Because Mm -hmm. then you're going to allow yourself to pull back a little bit on that addiction. Because that's what it is. Controlling is really just an addiction. Mm -hmm. You know, depending on how bad it is. You know, you're allowing yourself to let go of that addiction. And then eventually you're going to find a balance between being able to not work against your spouse, but work with your spouse. So, yeah. So, yeah. um, Awesome. So, you guys are awesome. Thank you. And I know this has definitely impacted somebody Uh, So make sure you stay tuned to day six as we talk about the external versus internal influences.
0: Oh, yeah. And always remember, too, um, if you want to stay connected with us, make sure you follow us on Instagram at marriage is wealth. If you follow us on there, you get to see some amazing photos that we post, amazing videos that we post and occasionally some cute little quotes that will make you ponder on things that are happening in your marriage. Okay, but you also want to make sure you text us. Texting us is very important because we get to see and meet you you know, in a way that we won't be able to meet you in person, you know, you get to text us back and forth, you know, like, you know, like your old girlfriend or, you know, your old guy from high school, um, you know, you can text us and talk about things that are on your mind. And most of the time, about 99% of the time we do respond to all of our text messages. And if not, we will keep it in mind. And we will always put out content toward the majority of, you know, the questions that we get. So, you know, make sure you text us. And if you don't have that number saved in your phone, Text the number, it's 770-373-4241.